not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Pentecost. We have Paul's reference. We have the Acts of the Apostles. And we have Jesus giving the same spirit at a different moment. Jesus appears on the night of the resurrection. And he breathes on them, the apostles, and says, receive the Holy Spirit. The chuah, that's the breath of God. The same spirit that descended on the earth during creation. If you go back into the book of Genesis, we read that the chuah of God hovered over the earth. The breath of God hovered over the earth. The breath of God becomes the spirit of God for us. Just God's breath, and it's not like the breath that we have in our bodies, it is the creator's breath. Even the word breath doesn't really hold, it doesn't really make it clear as to what it was. You know what spirit is. You know the spirit that you have between those you love, between brothers, between lovers, between family members, between brother and sister. You know the spirit. You can't touch it, but you know it's there. You'll defend each other. You'll, you'll play with each other, and you'll fight with each other, and you'll forgive each other. Why? Because the spirit of love is between you, and it flows back and forth. Imagine God's spirit. And he creates out of nothing. And he descends upon us in Jesus Christ. And Jesus wants to give us an example in the night of his resurrection that his own breath carries forth the Holy Spirit of God. And that breath is a breath of forgiveness, of love, of unity. Those who are with us are with us. Those who are not with us, we pray, will come with us. So he talks about the power that he's passing on to the disciples to gather, to be one with people. In the Acts of the Apostles, we have a different version of the coming of the Holy Spirit, far more exciting. He put the ribbons on the Paschal candle as a symbol of the, the tongues of fire. They gathered. We were, there, we were there a few years ago in that same spot. They call it the upper room of the Senecal. It's a very narrow block. At the end of the block is a tomb to King David. It's a holy area. And the apostles had gathered upstairs in what they call the Senecal. And we went to the Senecal. It's been renovated and redecorated through the years, through the centuries. But it was that same room that they were all gathered in, not only the apostles, but their friends, their family members, because it was Pentecost. It was like celebrating 50 days. It wasn't like celebrating 50 days after the harvest. It was celebrating 50 days after the harvest. And being an agrarian culture, 
they really appreciated the fruit of the earth. So they all gather having a great old time. And the Holy Spirit comes upon them in a way that's so magnificent that a wind blows through the room. And it's a big room. It's bigger than this room. And the wind blows through the room and everyone sees what's going on with the other person. Tongues of fire over his and her head. And they don't know what's going on. Jesus promised, I'll send you the advocate. I will send you the Holy Spirit. They didn't know what they were waiting for. Now they are experiencing the power of God's Spirit. And what do they do? Something that I love the fact that I come to this particular church so close to the UN with such a, a diverse community. And that word is it's a beautiful word, but in our society today it's become like a little challenged. It's not. It shouldn't be. Many in one. Diversity and unity is our goal as Christians. So what happens is they are given the first cue as to what they should do. Not the apostles. All of them filled with the Holy Spirit. They went out talking about Jesus. Because it all figured. It all, it all snapped. The earthly image was the nice Nazarene did a few tricks, uh, maybe preached some, some nice stuff, probably walked on water, maybe, yeah, well, that's the nice stories about Jesus. No, no, these weren't the nice stories about Jesus. This comes to them as a revelation. The Holy Spirit is inspiring them to put it all together. This was the Son of God, born on earth, miracles galore, message fantastic, walking on water, at least raising people from the dead. And then he himself dies on the cross as a sacrificial victim, just like the lambs were sacrificed on the altars of the temple. He was sacrificed so that all his followers could be one with God. What does that mean? He was the scapegoat. He was the one who would take on the burdens of, of, of conflict and anger and hate and nail them to the cross with him. And on the cross, he gives his whole self for us. And when his head bows in death, John is there and looks and knows his blood and water flowing from his side. And that blood and water is life-giving. Didn't look it, but it was life-giving. Because on the third day, that Jesus gave life to us forever. By conquering death, by coming back from the grave, by sharing life, and on the night of that event, appears to his apostles and gives them peace. Peace is his message to us. So when those apostles are inflamed, and those disciples are inflamed on the Pentecost day, and they go out, what they are preaching is not this nice Nazarene. They are preaching the Son of God in the flesh, who died, who rose, and who gives us a way to get to the Father directly. They're rejoicing. But the irony, and you hear it there, the irony is they're still the same apostles they're still the same followers of Jesus, Judea, Galilee, all that area. 
But when they are speaking, people of all languages who are visiting Rome, because uh, Jerusalem, because it's a holiday of Pentecost, they hear what they're saying in their own languages. Whether they're from Egypt or Rome or Greek islands, and they're saying, they, 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 these are fishermen. These are the followers of Jesus. But I hear it in my language. To respect that and to put that into the context of today. It never went out of style, believe me. I've asked a few people to come forward and say a simple phrase in their native language. The phrase is, come Holy Spirit and renew the face of the earth. Saying it in English every time we celebrate Mass is good. It gets the point across. But hearing it in other languages, I think is a beautiful experience. Because the other languages are your languages here. So I ask Gunther to please come forward and say, come Holy Spirit and renew the face of the earth in German. I ask Jude to come forward and in Ebo say, come Holy Spirit and renew the face of the earth. I ask Pratima to come forward and say in Nepali, come Holy Spirit and renew the face of the earth. I ask Lucy to come forward and in Korean say, come Holy Spirit and renew the face of the earth. I ask Anesla in Slovak to say, renew the face of the earth, Aneshka. And I'd like to invite Jill forward, who is Samoan, to say it in English, because the Samoan language has a special language when it's directed toward God. So as a member of our community, Jill will say it in English. And she made a liar out of me because she found the language good. <laughs> Thank God for Google. <laughs> you get it? You get it? God knew what he was doing. It wasn't an accident that some are white, some are beige, some are black, some are yellow, some are languages we don't even know. It's not an accident. 
The Holy Spirit is upon all of us. And there are more languages here in this church today that we didn't direct our attention to. So when we open the papers and we hear hate crimes, it should upset us to our core. When we hear anti-Asian, anti-Arab, anti-Jew, anti-Italian, anti-black, anything, are you kidding me? We're all made in the image of God. And, and this, we don't all look alike, get it straight, we know that. We don't all sound alike. We're not built alike. We all have our own cult cultures and customs. And that's the intensity of our diversity. That's what makes us so much more beautiful. That we share from our hearts and our native lands our own culture with each other. This is the day the church celebrates our diversity as a universe. Not New York or New Jersey, Connecticut or Tri-State or any other state throughout the country or even any country. The world, the universe is celebrated today by accepting the Holy Spirit in our diversity as one. We're not all the same religion in this room we are, I'm sure. But that's all right, too. Because your witness and my witness must teach those who are not Christian what it means to be a Christian, to love, to forgive, to accept, to dialogue, to share. That's what it means to be a Christian. The Holy Spirit didn't inspire the apostles just to have another holiday. The Holy Spirit of God, the creator of God, the Holy Spirit, God's chuluah, inspired the apostles to, us, to have us look at each other, listen to each other, share with each other life in all of its beauty and magnificence and confusion. Years ago, I was telling Gunter this, there was a Spanish priest at the, at the university where I was chaplain. We had masses once a month in a different language because it was, it was a university, it was a state university, so we had languages, every language. But I wanted to honor those languages at mass once a month, and not only the languages of the mass, the prayers of the mass, <laughs> we also got something else out of it. I asked the culture of the day, whatever, Italian, Chinese, Asian, doesn't matter what Asian culture, bring food of your culture. So after mass, we all went next door and ate. We ate food that some of us never had before, a very different culture. So one day I asked Carlos, he's a local priest, and I said, would you say the mass in Spanish? And I mean, I love him dearly, but he had a very thick, Brando his name is, and he has a very thick accent. But my, my grandmother has an accent too, so accents are fine. So he said, Father Lou, what do you, what do you want, Lou? I said, uh, uh, Brando, I want you to come here and say mass for the students, uh, in Spanish, because, you know, we're celebrating Spanish Heritage Night and the food and all this stuff, and, and he came. So I can't celebrate it, so I stood alongside him. He said the whole Mass, read the readings. And during Mass, I, I, I whispered, I said, Brando, th th this is supposed to be a Spanish language Mass. He says, oh, oh, oh I, 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 I'm speaking Spanish. I said, no, you're speaking English with a Spanish accent. It wasn't the same thing. 
Nevertheless, the accents are music to our ears. I have a problem sometimes on a phone deciphering an accent when someone is speaking to me. And I, and I, of course, what do you do? Excuse me, say it again, repeat that. But that's a way of dialoguing. I don't say, I don't understand you, hang up. That's what we do in the streets, that's dirt. I don't understand you, I don't like the way you look, hang up. Get away from me. That's dirt. And not good dirt either, not hummus, dirt. Because God made us creations. Every one of us is called to celebrate our diversity, our difference, and our oneness in faith. We're not going to convert people through anger and hate. We're going to convert people in the name of Jesus in love. Are we on a conversion course? We should always be. Because Jesus sent us out to make all one. Happy Pentecost in all the languages of your culture and your families. Happy Pentecost. Grazie per tutto. Here's the only sound that's tolerable when a migraine attack strikes. Nurtec ODT Remezepan 75 milligrams can provide migraine pain relief, which can help break the silence. Nurtec is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety prescribing and patient information, visit nurtec.com. Hey, Washington, D.C. We all miss the cheers. The tears And the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here. So now is the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 13. And placing your bets at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21.